0: This is Aaron Saft with the MR Running Pains podcast. Oh man, just uh, sitting, looking out my window, just uh, wishing I was outside running, doing something else. But no, it's great to to be able to kind of get on here and expound a little bit let my voice carry and put my thoughts out there. Um, I I just, I keep listening to podcast after podcast and we all know what they're talking about. And that's, um, that's not what I want to do. I want to, I want to tell you what you can do. You know, um, I want to thank Martin Thorne for uh, reaching out to me. Um, I posted on Strava about, my, uh, my podcast is on iTunes now. So, I, um, he responded saying, uh, why don't you talk about some of the the speed that, you know, we can do right now. Uh, give you guys some ideas on, uh, on workouts that you can do right now to get faster. Uh, cause we all know that unless we're doing a virtual race, we're really not racing right now. Um, so, um, I thought that was a great idea. Um, so that's, what we're going to get into today. Uh, first I want to touch on a few things that, uh, uh, you know, that are going on in, in my world. Um, my newsletter just went out. Um, I'm recording this on April 1st. And so newsletter went out today. Uh, if you didn't get it, uh, you can sign up on my website, mrrunningpains.com. Um, we're working on, uh, a new, um, a new version of the website, make, uh, information a little bit more accessible um, i'm going to try to post in all my archived newsletters so you can kind of go back through those um my newsletter i try to make it um and fresh and and informative i don't want it to be just about you know what races are coming up and all that uh, i want it to be resources for you all so um, i include in there a podcast of the month um book of the month uh you know if i see a good video uh, i'll post it in there um i talked about the uh the hoka Ten Nine shoe which uh again i'll probably do a whole episode on footwear uh coming up here pretty soon uh but i, I posted that in there um and uh let's see what else um I I talked about trail maintenance Uh, I'm going to do another podcast on trail maintenance as well but um, you know just just so everybody's on the same page uh, all trail maintenance has been suspended uh, for now obviously Uh, we're not supposed to be out in the forest doing anything now no matter what so uh, uh, you know aside from from exercising in in places that are still open um, uh, a lot of our state parks if not all of our state parks are closed so Uh, supposed to stay out of there Um, they are closing amenities at the national forests so it's like the restrooms and and campgrounds that's what's closed the trails are still open in the national forest as of right now that's april 1st here in uh in western north carolina um so they're still accessible right now um obviously we're not supposed to drive i've been running to the uh the trailhead i've been going early morning so i'm trying to hit it when there's nobody around uh, went out there this morning and, um, we didn't see a soul. Um, so, um, that's another thing in my newsletter letter I, I touched on was, um, you know, how to be, um, how to be running when, uh, when we're, uh, we're under the restrictions and guises that we are like, what can we do at home? Um, so give you some ideas, uh, of, of what you can do. So, yeah. So, if you would sign up for my newsletter that's uh, com. you can sign up there um just a reminder um i created a new youtube channel uh, it's just aaron saft as you'll see uh, if you can search aaron saft channel on uh, youtube you'll find me uh, i'm gonna post a new video tomorrow uh working on that so um, i'm gonna try to post yeah, a video maybe you know, every other week, every week, you guys can give me some ideas. That'd be great. Um, you can, uh, post on, uh, YouTube. You can email me running at gmail.com. Uh, you can Facebook message me. Um, just ideas would be great. You know, love some, love to hear some things you'd like to see. Um, if I know how to do it, I'll do it. If I don't, then, you know, I'll certainly try to find somebody that can help me. So appreciate that. So please subscribe to that YouTube channel we'll keep that going um the uh you know the the big thing i'd say right now um is uh i've opened up more coaching spots um for uh for athletes i know right now is a a tough time um but you know what i have to say if you're interested in um i definitely would suggest the guidance um you know, I'm going to touch on some basics that you can do, but if you want some guidance in your training, um, you can hit me up. I'm not increasing my rates, um, uh, for, uh, my current athletes, uh, due to the circumstances, obviously. So, uh, we can always talk about that. Um, but, um, looks like, you know, coaching is probably going to be my, uh, full-time gig after this is all said and done that and putting on events. So, um, you know i'm 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 kind of leaning heavy on coaching so if you need need a coach i uh, want to reach out and see if we uh we make a good match please do um my information is on the website um and you can email me at runningpains at gmail dot com and we can have a conversation and see if uh see if we're right fit for one another i would appreciate that greatly um hellbender uh today April first i'm going to uh After this podcast, I'm going to post on the volunteer Facebook page. Hellbender has a volunteers Facebook page and going to need uh, people to sign up again um, because we had to change the times for everything. So I had to go through ultra sign up and change all of that stuff and uh, and create a whole new matrix. So, um, you know, if you want to sign up for your shifts. Um, that would be fantastic. Uh, what I will say is that please just, just sign up for, for one, uh, shift, uh, during a certain time period. Um, if you sign up, there's a, there's limited amount of spots for each one. So if you sign up for a bunch of things, it takes spaces, um, from other people, um, uh, because obviously you can't fill all of those roles if they overlap in time. So please just sign up for, um one time shift um if you have another thing that you can do and it's at a different time you may sign up for that you know that's that would be great thank you but um yeah just don't sign up for a a bunch of things um seeing that you can do whatever i that's that's cool but maybe reach out to us first and ask um you know what would be the most helpful um that would be awesome so uh the link will be coming up um it's actually uh it will be up by the time you guys hear this so link on ultra sign up on the Hellbender page for volunteers, sincerely from uh, from all of us, thank you very much. It's you know obviously uh, we need the help, so thank you. Um, something I haven't really touched on, which I was kind of waiting for more information, but um, we also at the foundation. Which um, I'm the the president of our nonprofit, the Run 828 Eight Foundation. That's um, the kind of the, the you know the head, the spearhead um, of the North Carolina Mountain Trail Runners. Um, North Carolina trail, the club falls under uh, the Run 828 Eight Foundation, but the Run 828 Eight Foundation also puts on the Healthy Kids Running Series in the spring and the fall. It's for kids ages two through middle school. And uh, with everything going on, um, Healthy Kids Running Series, it's a, a national nonprofit. They have decided to hold um, virtual races. So um, we will um, we'll be hosting virtual races. So if you have kids that are interested, obviously now it doesn't matter where you live. You can take part. Um, more information can be found on Run Signup if you search uh, Healthy Kids Running Series Asheville. You'll, you'll see us. It's really cheap, um, it's fun for the kids. Uh, they all get a medal for participation and t t-shirt for signing up for the series. Um, so it's on Run Sign Up. Complete information and details you can find on healthykidsrunningseries.org. Um, they have all of the information on that page as to how um, Healthy Kids is going to go. So um, if you have kids that you, know, you want to get them doing something like that, we'd be happy to have you guys as a part. Um, it's one of my, one of my favorite things to do during the year. Uh, It's a five week series. So check that out if you would. All right. So, excuse me there. The, what I want to get into is, um, is talking about speed. Um, if we're looking to increase our speed, we have to start simply, um, and that can be if you haven't done anything, um, you know, in a while. What I would suggest is that you get a few weeks in um, of just, you know, simple running, um, you know, just just easy miles. Build yourself up a little bit to where you're comfortable, to you know, where your average run is 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 normal for you. Your legs are feeling good. You feel comfortable. You're not, you know, tired at the end of that normal run. Um, If you're already there, then, you know, you can jump in and I would suggest um, if you haven't done this type of speed work um, that you just do one session to start one session per week. Uh, And, and, you know, we're going to start super simple. So we're going to start with, um, with strides. Now strides uh, are in essence, um, you're, you're really trying to focus on form and technique. That you know, at a fast pace, we want to be as efficient as possible. Our form wants to be, um, just impeccable. Okay. So, um, you know, this is kind of, again, where, um, you know, a, a good coach or a physical therapist comes in to kind of, uh, critique your form. Um, you know, this is this is something we do, um, or I do with, uh, with my athletes. I have them send me videos. So, um, again, you know, making sure form is correct. We don't want anything to be, you know, off on this. Cause we, we want to, uh, reduce the likelihood of, of injury because at a high rate of speed, um, uh, our impact forces are so much higher. We want to make sure that you are, um, uh, running, uh, succinctly or, you know, perfectly or as good as you can be. We don't want a a negative habit to form in which could put you at potential risk of injury. So, um, when I say this, you know, when you're doing this, you want to maintain proper form. Don't let yourself get sloppy. So if you're getting tired and the form is breaking down, that's a good place to stop. Okay. So if, if I prescribe, um, let's say, you know, we're starting out here with strides. If I prescribe six strides and let's say at five, you are fatigued. Uh, because you just went too hard because you're learning then if you're fatigued there just stop don't don't try to carry on you know don't try to get through the workout just stop there it's better to stop when you're fatigued than to try to work your way through that last interval or two with sloppy form because we're just um, we're we're creating a repetitive motion that's not what we want okay so that said um, Let's, you know, again, going back, if you're starting with, uh, with strides and you've never done this before, I would start with six repetitions of 20 seconds um, at a effort of, you know, I, I hesitate to say 90% because that's, that's pretty fast to start out. Um, let's say 85% effort. Um, that would equate to probably like a 10 K race pace. If you could, uh, if you could predict, a you know, a 10 K race pace right now, let's start you out at say 85% effort. Okay. And, um, recovery, you're going to walk. That's fine. You can stand. That's fine. If you can jog, that's fine. Whatever you're most comfortable with, whatever's going to get your heart rate down. Um, and let's start with something simple like, say, uh, a minute 40 rest so that it brings you back to an even number on your watch. Okay? So you're going six intervals of 20 seconds hard with a minute 40 recovery and whatever that recovery looks like. Uh, at And what I would say is that you... You can do it you know two ways i would say you could do a a few warm-up miles perhaps two to three warm-up miles then your strides then the rest of your miles for your run to get in your mileage for the day or you can do your mileage for the day and then do your strides but either way you definitely want to warm up um so you know on days like this it's good to do the uh the banded warm-up um yeah uh, david roche has a great youtube video i think we talked about it last time on the podcast um uh, yeah i really like his banded warm-up um i like putting my band around my ankles Um, he has his higher up um, but i like them around my ankles for for the the banded warm-up my youtube channel also has um, an indoor um, banded warm-up in case you need to do it inside and warm up inside um, due to weather or whatever it may be if you're just doing it on the treadmill that's a good way to warm up before you get going so um i also have an active warm up on there um on the youtube channel there's another video of an active warm up you can try both see what you like see what works best for you um and uh but do those first and then you know then do your your warm up or do your run and then your strides um Typically, I like to um, cool down a little bit with just um, a walk after strides. Um, typically, you know, I'll, I'll walk for probably about a quarter mile just to kind of relax my legs and then stretch a little bit, light stretching. Um, usually, I do some some static stretching after the run because my legs are are good and warmed up. Um, and uh, um, just notice how your body's feeling, you know, during the run um, you could be, um, pretty tight. So if you're feeling tight or if you feel any twinges, again, that's, that's a sign that you should probably stop, um, and, and work out, you know, that before we get into, to more speed. Uh, I definitely don't want you having any, any pulls or strains because of, uh, uh of tightness or, you know, um, uh, running, uh, uh, you, you know, with form that you're not used to, uh, because you, you're definitely going to get a lot more knee lift, um, when, when you're sprinting. So, um, be careful, be very careful, be cognizant of how your body's feeling and what it's doing. Um, watch those, uh, watch those arms and, and what they're doing. Um, try to make sure that, you know, you're, you're swinging those elbows, um, at a, um, keeping your arms at 90 degrees it's okay for them to to come center line Uh, a lot of times our coaches taught us that um, it, it was not okay for your arm to to come across your body but it's actually okay for them to come center line um, if you watch, uh, Kipchoge in his, uh, in his marathon efforts, he's got a very high arm carriage. So in other words, his, his arms are really tight up high, but they come to his sternum. If you watch his arm swing, his fist comes right to his sternum. It's, it's pretty interesting if you ever watch a video. So, you know, that's, that's pretty efficient. That's really efficient. So, um, you know, your arm swing may be a little bit lower and not as tight to your body, which is fine. Uh, but you want to keep those arms um, no, uh, no greater than 90 degrees. You can keep them less than 90 degrees, but no greater. Uh, and swinging those arms, uh, let that elbow drive back. Um, you're swinging from the shoulder. Remember that. Uh, the elbow stays at that same angle and just swing from the shoulder. And those arms, like I said, can come center line to the, uh, excuse me, the sternum, uh, they'll swing back. They should go like right almost to the the hip, you know, the the side of your hip, uh, and keep those hands, um, not tight, you know, keep them relaxed. They don't have to be crazy relaxed, but, uh, relax those hands a little bit. Uh, you want to keep that head straight up, keep that neck up. So I always, uh, was taught that uh, if you dropped a string straight through, it would go straight down through your head, through your neck, down your spine. Uh, you know, it would just drop straight between your legs. You've got a nice straight line. Okay, the bend is from the ankles, uh, and then you know, driving those legs, um, foot placement. Um, you don't want it to come too center line, so they shouldn't be. If you were um, running down a track, that's another fallacy that I learned a long time ago, is that if I was running down a track, each footfall would fall on the lane line. Uh, that's not correct. It should land on either side of the lane. So left foot to the left side of the lane line, right foot to the right side of the lane line, if, if I could give you a mental image. So um, focusing on technique, focusing on form, good drive, keep that pelvis under you. Um, a lot of times, especially us ultra runners, we're so used to kind of sitting, uh, in, in letting that pelvis kind of fall back, get that pelvis under you, bring that under you, um, strengthen that core region. You know, that's another thing we'll, we'll kind of talk about, um, a little later in this episode, cause that's another thing we can touch on, um, in this time where we've, you know, we're, we don't have as much time to train or, you know, we're not training for something specific. This is a great time for that. So I'll touch on that in a little bit though. So back to the workout. So, um, beginners, those of you guys that that have not done speed to review six times, 20 seconds with one minute and 40 seconds rest. Those of you that have done some speed that have experience with doing speed, um, I would switch you guys just... Just a hair higher and go six by thirty seconds with one thirty rest. Uh, again, the rest can be um, standing, walking, or jogging. Um, purpose is just to get the heart rate back down. We want you to recover so that the next interval can be intense. Um, you guys that have had a little bit more experience, uh, I, you know, I I would say you guys can bump it up to more of ninety percent. 90% effort. Um I you know, I never see a reason really that you know for especially for us that we really need to go above 90% effort. Uh, 90% effort is more of like a 5K race pace. So um you know, that's that's kind of what I would uh, say you're you're shooting for. So um 6 by 30 seconds for you guys with 130 recovery. Um and uh you guys can actually do a second session uh during the week those of you that have more experience uh and you could do a second session of um 8 times 30 seconds with uh 130 recovery so um you know, I, I really like strides. Um, we, we kind of brought it back into my training, um, a while back, um, when I was working with Patrick Regan, um, started incorporating strides and and I noticed a dramatic, um, increase, um, in my, in my turnover. So, um, you know, I've, I've continued to do them. Uh, unfortunately I've switched, uh, coaches and, but we're continuing to do strides. So I'm seeing the consistency, um, you know, in, in that. So, um, I'm, ha- I have my athletes do strides. Uh, so, um, you know, I'd say, you know, twice a week for the first week, uh, we're doing strides and, uh, you know, the next week let's, uh, let's switch it up um, and, and do the same, uh, workouts. But what I would like you guys to do is, um, the first week we're just going to do it on the flat. And I would suggest doing it on, um, on a surface in which you can be consistent and be fast, whether that be treadmill or, um, or a paved road. Those are kind of the best surfaces. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing these right yet on trail, um, or dirt road just yet. Um, we want the consistency just so we get the form and, and, and everything out of this workout. Um, the second week I suggest doing these on an incline. Um, you know, if you're on a treadmill, I would say a 7% incline is what you're looking at. If you are, uh, looking at the hill, I, you know, I try to find something similar to that about 7% grade, um, so you know nothing too steep. In other words, you know I mean it's hard to tell what a seven percent grade is, but if you were looking at a hill in, and and judging it, it's something that you could you know run up at um, at ninety percent effort without uh, sacrificing form or um, or speed turnover um, on the hill. So second week, um, our beginners. Uh, let's uh, let's stick to six by 20 seconds, uh, advanced group. Uh, you know, you know, if you're, if you're comfortable with, with one workout, six by 30 seconds, that's great. Uh, if you're a little bit more advanced and feel like you, uh, you want to take on a little more, the eight by 30 seconds, add that in as your second workout. Uh, but week two, we're going to do your, um, your interval uphill. Okay. Uh, and, uh, your speed interval uphill, and then your recovery downhill back to the start of the, uh, of the hill. Um, you know, whatever that may be. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, um, have to be the same time goal as week one, you know, get down to the bottom of the hill. Uh, if you get back down a little bit quicker, um, just, just hang out there, relax for a few seconds. You want to be recovered and ready for the next interval. So, but week two, let's switch it to hills. Okay. Um, and then, um, you know, week three, we're going to go back to the flats, Uh, and beginners, I would bump your time up to eight by 20 seconds and then, um, advanced, let's go, um, two sets of eight, uh, by, uh, 30 seconds. Um, so in other words, two sessions, two different days, um, same format, either warm up and then, uh, do your strides and then finish out your mileage or do all of your mileage and then your strides. Um, but, uh, just pumping up or bumping up the, uh, the amount of intervals slightly. Uh, and then week four, do the, uh, the same amount of, of, intervals. So eight by 20 seconds or two sets of eight by 30 seconds, um, uphill. So you're alternating weeks between the flat and the uphill, uh, that will give you, um, a really good, um, intro into speed work. Um, you know, the, uh, I mean, that's, that's a month basically right there of, uh, of good interval, tr- you know, strides are, are definitely one of the best ways to, to gra- to gain your speed and to work on your form. So, um, from there it, it should launch you into a good phase for, um, for, uh, working on, you know, whatever the next phase may be max VO two, uh, lactic threshold, you're going to be faster by the time you get to, to that next phase, um, your body typically it uh, it's, uh, it, it, uh, it, uh, it, uh, it, uh it, it can adapt to, uh, basically five or six weeks at most, um, of a specific type of, uh, workout. So, um, you know, after that, that, that period, uh, it's, it's typically, it's time to, to change, uh, what you're doing because it's, you know, it's, it's not getting the adaptations, um, that you're, You're trying to give it so, uh, it's, yeah, it's time to, you know, you can do, like I said, we, we talked four weeks, so you could do two more weeks in of a cycle of, of that. And, uh, um, you know, um, you, you know, you could increase the, uh, the amount of intervals or the time of the intervals if you so choose. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, it'd probably be time to move on to, uh, to a new cycle, uh, working a new system, um, to, to try to make your body, um, Get some new adaptations uh you know and and uh increase your uh your stamina or your uh endurance uh your uh, you know or your uh um, your speed so um but we need to change it up a little bit from there so um you know that's that's a that's a kind of a, a good intro um a lot of you on strava notice that you know i i do do a lot of strides um it does help with my turnover i mean you know, when I lined up for the 50k champs, uh, I was definitely—I talked about—I was—I was definitely surprised by how easy I was clicking off. Uh, you know, six ten to six twenty miles. I really wasn't anticipating going that fast, but man, it felt easy. So, um, you know, I thank that a lot in part to uh, to doing strides and stuff like that. Um, hills are are you know, they're speed work in disguise. That's you know, an old adage that I've always heard, uh, and it's true. Uh, They help work on form, they help work on your speed, they help work on your strength. So, um, you know, doing those every other week, it's really going to help. Just short hills, just like I said, 30 seconds, um, and just be intense on them. You know, 90% 90 is pretty intense, especially on a hill. Uh, You'll you'll definitely reap a lot of benefits from those simple workouts. Um, If you have questions, um, you know, by all means, reach out, let me know. Uh, if you have questions on any of that, um, again, email running at gmail.com. Uh, you can, uh, you know, fire me a message on, on Facebook, any of that, um, always welcome to, to, to chat and answer questions. Um, you know, once again, if you're, if you're interested in coaching, want to hear like how you mix that into, uh, mileage, regular training, etc. Um, you know, please reach out to me. Um, really, uh, really enjoy what I'm doing right now. So, um, appreciate that greatly. Um so last piece uh, I touched on a little bit earlier is core um, right now is a great time to work on your core strength um, or just you know strength in general um so many options if you can 't get outside right now uh, you know I was, I was talking with an athlete um yesterday about uh, cross training what can what can this you know athlete do um, I mean, you know one great thing is like you know so many gyms right now are offering, um, online, you know, classes, uh, remote video classes. Uh, so you can do like a, a HIIT workout, um, you know, on online, there's a a billion different resources right now. Um, the, um, one, you know, one really good, um, resource that I found, uh, is, um, um, uh, iron Strength. Um, I, I have uh, a few athletes that actually do Iron Strength by Jordan Metzel, Metzl, M-E-T-Z-L. Um, he's got like a DVD that you can do stuff at home. Um, really like, really like that. Uh, another DVD series. Uh, at, like it, this one's a little harder to find, but um, it's called Building a Better Runner. Um, it's I've really this series is is pretty amazing. Some really good um, strength and core workouts. Um, you don't need a lot of equipment, which is really cool. The same thing with strength, uh, iron strength. Don't need a lot of extra equipment, but really cool DVDs um, that you can do stuff at home. Um, the, uh, I, I talk a lot about Jay DeSherry's book, Running Rewired. He's got um, two types of uh, workouts in there. He's got like a great core series that, of workouts that he has, um, as well as um, uh, strength training and lifting. Um, so, Running Rewired is a, a fantastic book um, really suggest that one. Um, Jeff Horowitz strength training for runners. Another great resource. He has an eight week strength training program, a lot of simple stuff, a few, few basic equipment pieces that you need, but, um, another really good, um, resource that you can do. Uh, it's twice a week. It takes about 15, 20 minutes to do the session. Um, those of you guys that are uh, that are getting ready for um, hopefully a, a mountain race, um, uh, you know, I'll go back to um, to David Roche. He has his um, uh, mountain legs workout. It's on YouTube. It's a three minute workout. It's two exercises, single leg uh, minded. So uh, you do um, uh, you do I think um, I, you know basically what I have my athletes do is twenty five reverse lunges each leg. And then 25 step ups each leg, uh, and then you know you can start increasing your reps. But uh, mountain leg workout is a is a great one for those of you preparing for mountain races. Um, you know, if, if you uh, you know don't have a ton of time, just do a, a simple core routine. Um, you know, planks, uh, mountain climbers, push ups, um, pull ups, wall sits, just simple things that uh, you know are super effective, uh, and you don't have to to do in succession. So that's the great thing about core. It's not like running, you know, it's not, it, we're not trying to do something for endurance here. You know, I mean, if you're trying to get a workout in, a, out of it, you know, that's a different thing. So that would be more of like a hit workout. But if you're just trying to get basic core strength, you can do those at any time of the day. Uh, we talked about on a, on one of the other podcasts, you know, one of the best things that we can do, especially as we get older is calf raises. So like, here I am, you know, I'm, just thought about it so i'm doing calf raises as we as we speak here um just uh you know uh standing right here at my stand-up desk and uh knocking out a set of calf raises and then um you know watch i'm gonna watch some tv with my kids in a little while i'll probably just hammer out like a little uh plank routine um you know and then um my, you know my wife will come home and we'll have a chat and I might just do some wall sit. It's, it doesn't have to be all at the same time. So if, if you want to throw in some strength training, just know that it, you know, it doesn't have to be all at the same time, unless you're doing, like I said, a hit workout in which you're trying to get like some kind of aerobic, uh, workout out of it. So, um, just some ideas for you guys. Um, and, uh, again, any questions you have, just, uh, give me a holler. Um, you know, I, I kind of like the, the format of these, uh, these podcasts. Cause you know, I, I'm not going to ramble on forever. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to hit a certain time. Um, I'm just going to give you guys what I got and, uh, and sign off until next time. Um, I am, uh, I'm doing an interview with the dietitian this weekend. So, uh, if you guys got questions for the dietitian, uh, I'll be posting on, uh, on my, uh, MR running pains, Facebook page that, uh, you know, if you guys have questions, just, uh, post them on there and, uh, I'll ask them to, uh, Jake, um, Jake will be on, uh, we're going to record this weekend. So, um, if you can get those questions to me, um, before, uh, Saturday, that would be great. Um, and, um, other than that, my friends, um, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of one another. And uh, I'll look forward to talking to you guys soon. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.